This podcast contains swear words. Hello and welcome to Talking Shit with Tara Cheyenne, a podcast about art making, creativity, not giving up, and living well in the process. And in this time of COVID-19, isolation, uncertainty, and fear, art making is more important than ever. Although I'm coming from the perspective of a performing artist, the themes and issues discussed here apply to all of us, whether we consider ourselves artists or not. Life is a creative act. I'm your host, Tara Shine Friedenberg, a choreographer, actor, dancer, writer, and educator living on the unceded ancestral territories of the Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Squamish nations on the west coast of Canada. So here we are, in isolation. I imagine that most of you are in your homes. Maybe you're alone, maybe you're with roommates, maybe with your family. I'm in a one-bedroom apartment with my partner and our child. And at first, it seemed like kind of bliss, you know. Um, I've been so, so busy, as I know many of us have been. It's just the nature of what we do as gigging artists, that having a pause seemed kind of wonderful at first. But also the fear was and is paralyzing. So I just want to acknowledge that even though there is a great buzz of creativity, and it started immediately, which blew my mind, on the Monday after everything just ground to a halt. All my jobs dried up uh, or put on hold, fingers crossed, for a future date. There were artists already posting things online, um, doing live feed performances, classes online. And while I applaud and am in awe of all of you who have done these things, I also want to acknowledge all of you who have felt paralyzed, not creative, kind of abandoned by the universe in a way. And since I'm a performing artist, this has been really intense. Everything I do, except for this podcast, interestingly enough, and some film uh, projects, but even those, everything I do is with other people in the room. Everything I do is about how we move together, about how our bodies interact, about how our physicality informs what we say. And so now we're all pulled apart and we're all kind of grappling with, well, how do we get back together without endangering each other? My good friend and collaborator, Melanie Yates, from episode 11, put this brilliantly. She said, it's like we've all been walking around in really tight fashion shoes, and they're all of a sudden off. And we really shouldn't just break into a run in these newly naked feet. We need to feel the ground, assess whether we need warm woolly socks or to find a different pair of shoes or how our feet actually feel 
right now. I kind of love this analogy. Of course I do. I'm a dance person. But I think that's, um, it's important to remember. So if you're feeling like, oh shit, I got to get my stuff up online and I got to do a live feed performance and oh God, my whole, I have to transition my whole career onto the interweb, um, which I've certainly felt a lot <laughs> over the past three and a half weeks. My my parents are, you know, sending me email after email. Well, this this is up online. This dance person's up online. Or here's the thing about best practices with nonprofits and yada, yada, yada. And it's easy to just flip out. But I just want to acknowledge that for many of us, this is not creative times. These are not those blissful kind of walking down empty streets, looking off into the distance, kind of fertile places for creativity where the mind connects past thoughts and new ideas. When the mind, the body is in a state of stress, cortisol is released. And cortisol dulls the part of the brain that is associated with memory. And if we don't have memory, which applies to every kind of memory, words, images, all the things we've collected, then it is really hard, maybe impossible to be creative. So I just want you to be gentle with yourself. I'm really trying to be gentle with myself. And it's really hard because I'm a do-do-doer. I got to be busy. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Thanks. That was a bit over the top. But hey, anywhere I can get a little oomph, I'm going to take it. Um, yeah. Busy, busy. That's how I do things. Oh, my God. And now I'm really acknowledging I've been spending years going, oh, my God, I'm so busy. It's always in a British accent. I just don't know why. And maybe I wasn't complaining. Maybe I was just kind of indulging in it. Maybe I was really happy being super busy because now that I'm not quote unquote super busy, I don't know which end is up. Now, I will also shout out to all the artist, parents, caregiver type people out there. It is a different landscape when you are shut up all day with a young person or a person who requires a lot of attention. And it takes two and a half to three hours to write a one paragraph email because you keep getting interrupted. It's pretty hard to just, I'm just going to put on the camera and do it a little improv. Yeah, well, unless you want that small person climbing on you and it's going to be like a weight sharing thing, um, that maybe isn't going to happen. I imagine that we're going to get there when we've incorporated all of this extreme and sudden newness. Maybe I will do a duet with my kid climbing on my back. I don't know. Okay. In the hopes of fueling creativity or some peace of mind, which is ultimately what I want to do with this podcast and my work in general, I want to ask you this question. Is connectivity fueling your creativity 
or your quality of life right now? I think for me, in some ways, it totally is because I'm I'm seeing people, you know, images and sharing. I'm seeing these amazing creative people, artists that I know who are able to generate right now, and that is helpful. But sometimes that can really like draw you away from what you are experiencing and make you feel like maybe what you're doing isn't what you should be doing. You know, the old FOMO thing with social media. So now it is a really good time. We have this big weird pause button to really look at what you want to make and you want to do. And you might be in the middle of a project. And I know somebody like this, an artist friend who is in the middle of a project and she's all of a sudden going like, oh, yeah, shit, I don't know. I don't want to make that. Now is the time for a pivot. Maybe this is a great opportunity to really think about what you want to do. And I would argue that you need silence and you maybe need to unplug or be strategic about when you're plugged in. So I just want to offer that because I think it's something to consider. On the other end of the spectrum, there are so many amazing things that people are putting out there. I took Amber Funk Barton's community dance class with my child in my bedroom, which is now my bedroodio studio. Get it? Bedroodio. It's also my office, my closet office. So there are classes, there's tutorials, there's you know, there's Zoom. We can have these great meetings and see everybody. And seeing everybody does, it does make a difference. And also the idea of just hanging out together, um, when and if that works for you, I think it it can be pretty wonderful to just look over and see that person there. I had a Zoom call with my sister who has a little baby, a new little baby who I cannot nibble his little toes right now, which is horribly painful. I'm sure you all have people you want to embrace that you can't right now. And um, it's achy, isn't it? But my sister and I, we just we just hung out. We didn't really say that much. Just seeing her holding her baby was balm, balm for my soul. So think about what you need online. It's out there. I'm going to put a bunch of links in the show notes of dance classes, um, other creative inspiration uh, resources. There's a lot out there, uh, which is amazing, the the sense of community. I also want to put out there um, the idea of, as I mentioned before, turn my bedroom into a bedroodio and my closet into my office so that I can go to work. Now, the people I live with don't necessarily acknowledge that I'm at work, but it's a, you know, we're in progress. So in your space, which could be pretty small, if you live in Vancouver, could be really small. Um, how can you make it into workspace? Like, what do you need to do? How much space do you need? Knowing that you're not going to really have as much space as you'd like, but it's amazing. I did a, a ballet bar this morning, um, you know, in between the door and the bed, I decided to shove the bed right to the wall, which means only one of us gets access to the floor. I I let go of my access to the floor, so I have to like scooch down to the end of the bed in order to get out. But I made that sacrifice because I, I wanted a bedroodio. 
I wanted a bedroom studio. So what are the things you can do in your space? Can you move the furniture further over to the walls? What can you do? Can you put your computer somewhere where you can stand and groove? Will you, uh, will you have a Zoom meeting? Do you need to get out a huge roll of paper? Or I don't know if you can devote a wall to, to art. Can you paint a wall? Can you order some blackboard paint online and paint a wall uh, as a blackboard so you can, you know, just draw and draw and draw? And lastly, in this episode, I want to just draw your attention to my art police project. So my art police project is simply that I am like a parole officer and you are the parolees. And I offer assignments, hints, tips, badgerings for you to create what you want to create. So throughout episode four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine, I give assignments. So if you haven't already, or maybe you want to revisit, going back to those episodes and listening to those assignments, in episode four, I offered the assignment of collect yourself. And this is a great time to just collect what you're inspired by right now. Feel the waves of things inspiring you and things that you were inspired by being no longer of inspiration. Collect them, write them down, uh, videotape them, um, paint them, draw them, collect them. Episode five, make some shitty art. So it's pretty self-explanatory. Just make, just keep making in any way you can and let it be shitty you can edit later. That's It's a whole other practice. Create, and then later on, you can edit, you can finesse, you can turn it on its side, whatever. But unless you have the raw material, the mm, kind of higgledy-piggledy dance phrase, the stream of consciousness poem, until you have that stuff, there's nothing to edit. And uh, Editing is a huge part of what we do, of course. Episode six, this is a hard one for me right now, relax so you can create. So like I was talking about earlier with the cortisol and the adrenaline and this extreme time of roller coaster, how can you, how can we find this place of acceptance and relaxation and breath? Because even though it might feel kind of idle to do those things, I really struggle with that because I think I got to be busy. But that space and that breath, maybe some meditation, maybe like even one minute of just paying attention to your breath can really calm things down. There's a study that said six minutes of reading can lower your cortisol level dramatically. Episode seven do something outside your medium or your craft. So there's a gajillion tutorials and stuff online. I don't know, like maybe some a little bit landscaping, a little bit landscape. Well, what's what's the guy with the big hair and the? I'm gonna just put a little, a little seagull over here and some puffy clouds over here. And here we go. Is that, 
Um, yeah. Nobody's going to see it unless you decide it's your thing. But, it, you know, just get into another sense of creativity where you don't have that feeling of like, oh, shit, I got to be good at this. In episode eight, catalog your life's creations. This could also be a really great time to do this. You could, you know, go through everything, all the videos. I'm thinking about all the videos of performance I have and whether I'm going to put them up, you know, maybe for short periods of time. I don't know yet, but it's now's the time to go through it all. Where are all those photographs? Where are the records, the scripts, um, what have I done? And maybe it's just a matter of sitting down and kind of going, okay, well, what did I make when I was in first year university? What can I remember? Um, and catalog it because you will be, I assure you, you will be amazed at how much you've generated. And that could give you a better sense of how much you know and how accomplished you are and how much you have to continue to offer, even though it might be in a really different way now that we're in this global state of suspension and separation. In episode nine, I said, um, track your best art-making conditions. This is a tough one right now. Um, my best art-making conditions are in a studio um, with a, at least a few people, if not lots of people. And I can't have those right now. So maybe in this time to, yeah, track what are the things, what are the things that, that have made you feel really creative? Silence, loud music, many people, zero people, big empty space, lots of materials, et cetera. Track them and then see if you can find what is the, what is the thing? Is it simply having another person to reflect back what you're doing? You can do that on Zoom. Um, can you create an open space? Can you go to a park at 5.30 in the morning when there's nobody there and move around? This is a good time to think about those things and think about how we can change them. But I just invite you to think about them first. And uh, we can't panic. We don't know what's happening. Um, I have so much love and so much respect and so much gratitude for everybody making art. Even if you're not actually making it right now, you are here and it will come. And I'm saying this to myself as much as I am saying it to you. Take it slow. Honor that everything has changed. And we need you. And the world cannot survive. We cannot, as humanity, survive without art makers. Thank you so much for listening. Please send me an email, info at terrashyan.com. I'm going to try and get a podcast email ASAP. But for now, info at terrashyan.com. Uh, Instagram. Tara Cheyenne TCP, Facebook Tara Cheyenne Performance. Talking Shit with Tara Cheyenne is a production of Tara Cheyenne Performance, produced and composed by Mark Stewart, Mark Stewart Music. Be well, reach out in the digital space. I trust our isolation will bring us together.
This podcast is effing good.